Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Everything in Me. It is your host, Sam. Um, I'm really excited because I just completed an exam. Um, I'm itching towards the end of my master's degree and it feels so, so much of a relief to be at the very, very end. Um, haven't gotten the results yet, so I'm in a good space. Um, I know you're probably like, what? I got some wine. I kind of said, let me jump into this because I was going to start my self-talk just privately with me about just, just thinking about the whole process. And I thought I was like, this is a really good time to kind of share that kind of self-talk with you guys. Cause this is essentially everything in me. Um, so I'm just thinking about it because, you know, I'm, I was doing a lot of positive self-talk as I completed it. I'm like, you're fucking awesome. You're fucking amazing. This is really great. I felt really good going into it. As you should know, I don't like taking tests. So it's an exam um, that you do. I go to school online. So exam you take, 70 questions. I always freak out. I'm always, I don't like to be um, analyzed in that way. I like to do the analyzing. So to have that experience in where I'm basically being watched the entire time, my screen is also being watched the entire time, definitely puts me in a weary place. But I looked at it more as like, I'm confident in what I'm doing. I recognize that I put in the work, I put in the time, I put in the knowledge that is necessary for this. I am built for this. I am made for this. Um, so talking about, you know, understanding your destiny and living in your destiny, I would say about, oh, I can't even tell you, I'm not even going to lie to y'all, how many months ago, but more than probably like eight or nine, even maybe a year ago, um, I had a conversation with God and I said, I had just completed some certification, um, leadership certification. And I was juggling that I was juggling work. I was juggling, um, you know, my masters, I had just met a new mentor and I probably even before then I felt like I had hit a low in my career and my destiny and where I was supposed to be going. And I felt really anxious. I felt really like all over the place. I don't like when I'm in this kind of like lazy river vibe because to me, yes, I am flowing. I know that, but I'm not exactly sure if I hear a waterfall or there's a rapids or what, what are we doing? Um, and so I say all of that to say like, here I am just going through the motions with life and things like that. But I, I wanted to get closer to my calling and I felt like God was really straining me a little bit to kind of make me think deeper, get to my core about what am I good at? What do I need? And it was almost like at the tip of my tongue where I felt like I was being used because I was being pushed in a direction and certain things were just, just, just rising up, you know, out of the ashes essentially of just different concepts, different things that I was working on. And I'm going to try to get as specific as possible because I feel like for those of you who are in this place where you're trying to understand your destiny and what that is, and maybe you're in this, this wave as well, or you were, you're in the wave that I'm you know, describing previously, you'll, you'll be able to resonate with that. So in those moments about a year ago where I felt like an itch where I'm like, okay, you've hit this plateau in your career. And what I mean by plateau, you just, this comfortable space. The space where you're holding everything together, juggling everything. Okay, okay, okay. But you're not really stimulated as much anymore. You're not really motivated or pushed as much anymore. 
So you start to have, you know, um, kind of like a drifting outside of that, or maybe for instance, for me, I was in school. So here I am at about the halfway point of my master's and I'm like, what am I going to use this for? Like, what am I, what's on the other side of this? You know, I know I'm here for a, a reason. Sorry, I had to get some wine in me. Um, I know I'm here for a reason, but I don't really know where I'm going. I know that I'm supposed to be here. I know this is what I want. This is what I'm asking for, but I'm not exactly sure where am I supposed to go with this? Like what's at the end of this journey? So, you know, in that process, I'm kind of just thinking like, okay, all right, something's up. God is doing something. He's working on me. He's doing something for me. And I'm not, he's not going to give me, I kept saying that he's not going to give me the answers. He's not going to open that door until it's like, I'm ready for it. And it's a weird feeling because it really feels like, you know, you don't want to, you're not questioning anything you're doing. You're in this mindset where you're okay with it and you're going through it. So I'm doing the certification. I'm going to school. I'm, you know, just, just doing some positive self-talk. I'm also saying to myself, I don't have a network. Like I'm missing a network. The theme of have a network, build your network, sell yourself, blah, 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 keeps coming up. So I'm like, okay, I need to diversify my mentors. So I talk about my dream team and a lot of my dream team are women and no shame in that. Love that. I am a woman. So I'm, I, you know, I get that, you know, we're right there. Um, but I did say to myself, I want to diversify the people who I'm connected to in the business world, in the career spectrum. Um, just so that way I can have access to a higher level of successful people. Um, not to say that my dream team is not successful. They very much are. But when it comes to accolades and achievements, um, they're kind of in, the, I wouldn't say the same playing field, meaning like they, you know, some of them have their masters, their bachelors. They've been in the industry for many, many, many years. Um, they've been through relationships of all different shapes and sizes. They've been through so many life challenges, but from the, the, the spectrum of receiving awards and acknowledgement and creating change as far as their environments or the careers that they decide to dive into, they're not, you know, um, versed. So to me, that's always something I'm interested in because I'll be the first in my family to receive not only my bachelor's, but also my master's. And so I find myself being in this pool of like uncertainty because I don't really have my circle to rely on to kind of say, what was it like, you know, after you receive your master's also working in a, in a educational system, you see these grads graduate with, you know, wonderful jobs that are just high paying, completely a great transition. Granted, they may not be, you know, exactly what they want overall, but to work your ass off for years and years and years at an institution and then transition into a career that, you know, basically was promised to you by society when you decided to get this degree, you kind of feel like that's the least I can do. That's the least y'all can do, the universe can do for me. So here I am in this place where I'm like, okay, I'm doing all this stuff. I'm going through the motion. Things are, you know, flowing. I'm getting things done. And here I am at this place where I need to add, you know, my network. I need to build my network. I struggle because I'm like an introvert, stuck in an extrovert's body. So here I am always trying to be extroverted, get out there, you know, fight my insecurities, fight my fear of public speaking, you know, stop being super critical of how I am whenever I'm in, you know, engagements with other individuals. 
all this sort of stuff. So here I am just in this, 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 this and I'm on LinkedIn and I actually was, um, one of the um, connections that I had was commenting on a connection that they had that featured a individual. He had so many like, listen, commas after his name, honey, just so many MDD, all these different, you know, you know, certifications and stuff like that, that I have never seen in my life. And I was so drawn to that. And he was, he was a black man. So I'm like, wow, he's a doctor. He's this, he's that. Oh my goodness. It's so amazing. So I reach out, struck up a conversation with him, ask him if, you know, he would be interested in having a conversation with me, ending up developing a relationship with him where we talked for an hour and a half about his entire life. It was a, such an enlightening experience and basically started a relationship with him. And, and now I have access to someone in that industry, in that field that there was a great connection with. And, you know, we check in with, with one another every so often and it's a beautiful feeling. It's still a learning block for me because I don't, say, I wouldn't say I'm comfortable with the relationship because I don't know how to handle those relationships, but I'm proud of myself for getting out there. But there was these little like intuitive checks that I had to kind of do in order to embrace this destiny that I was, I'm, you know, getting into, um, you know, I know that I'm destined for something more, something greater. And I think a lot of people feel that way about their lives. I honestly do. I feel like they feel that way but in the current body or realistic view that they have right now, they don't see it. And that's a little frustrating to me because I think once you start to dim that hope, you start to allow that candle, that light, that, that, that spark to dissipate. And it's frustrating because if people, I always said this, even as a young kid, like if people were aligned and where they were supposed to be within their destiny, I think the world would be an amazing place. I think we all have people or individuals or even look at ourselves and kind of say like, damn, that person, or I'm supposed to be doing so much more. I know that I am. I can feel that I am. And I think that's God whispering, not screaming, not, you know, talking to you like you're right in the room with him, but that's God whispering to you and saying, Hey, Hey, walk into, to what I have presented for you. It's right here. It's available to you. You know, don't be afraid of it. Don't, you know, hesitant, go into the light. And, um, you know, through that experience, I was really just really asking him and even just, just out loud, you know, to my friends, to my family, to my partner, like, Hey, what, you know, what's next? There's something next for me and I can feel it. And I have this tingling situation and I'm not sure. So here I am having this, 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 this kind of vision for myself where I'm like, oh man, there's something there, there's something there. And I'm just going through the motions. Now, life events start to happen where it really starts to help me recognize that you're getting opportunities that you wouldn't have necessarily gotten if you didn't welcome this idea that you were destined for something greater. Now, there's tons of fear in me, obviously, because I'm like, oh hell no. That means I got to work hard. I got to do more because there's a procrastinator in me, a very big procrastinator in me. But I will say there is a Ted talk on procrastination and procrastinators are very creative. Um, and they're very forward thinking. So don't knock me. I'm telling you, it's not as bad as it, bad as it sounds, but anywho. 
So I'm this procrastinator. I'm here like, uh, uh, you know, just skeeving through all the little things that I'm putting myself into. I'm recognizing that, okay, I need to start making a change. I need to start, you know, basically leveling up. So by leveling up, that means that I'm not, I know that I'm not working at my greatest potential. So I think all of us kind of know if we do a little bit of a self-check that, um, could we be doing more in our lives? Could we be feeding more of ourselves towards something that we, you know, feel proud of, or we feel like we're, we're servicing more, we're more engaged, we're more aligned with who we ultimately want to be. We're being the best versions of ourselves. I think when we do a little bit of a self-check, we'll recognize that there could be some tweaking. Definitely could at least be some tweaking. For me at that place in my life, maybe eight or nine months ago, I definitely knew that I was not doing things at my highest potential. I was working really hard, but I wasn't at my highest potential. Um, And then I recognized that um, as I started to pick up different hobbies and different initiatives that I was doing for myself, such as listening to more audiobooks, um, you know, having listening to more podcasts, you know, understanding myself a lot more, trying new things. I recognized that I burnt myself out. So um, there's this book called The Burnt Out Generation. You guys should definitely check it out. Very short, sweet, you know, book. Not that that much. I actually listened to the audiobook. Um, and it talks about the different things that, uh, pertain to that very useful because I struggle with balance in doing a lot of leadership, um, um, a lot of leadership, you know, works, work, work and stuff like that. You, you start to recognize the different pillars of leadership and what it is to be a leader and, and what is it going to take to continue to be a leader and a great manager and influencer and a visionary X, Y, and Z. And balance is a big thing that comes up with it because there's so many things you're juggling, so many things you're a part of that you want to ensure that you're doing what works for you so that way you can be efficient in each pillar that you're affecting. So balance for me is always a challenge. Once I recognize that, you know, I'm burnt out and by burnt out, I mean, I'm unable to think clearly. I, you know, lack motivation. I lack vision. I'm just going through the motions. I'm just doing stuff to get it over with. I'm not really investing my take on it or my, um, my overall, like what I want for this, you know, event or experience to be like, I recognize that I need to take a step back and I need to reevaluate some things. So I, you know, was communicative with my circle, with my boss, um, with myself um, that I needed to make some changes. I need to reevaluate some things because this itch was in me was like, Hey, Hey, you're just a small ant in this ant pile of individuals. And you're saying to me, and this is my conversation with God, you know, him talking back to me, you're saying to me, you want to handle more. You want to take on more. You want to impact more. You want to do more. You want to be a part of something more, not necessarily saying going out there and volunteering, but you want to be someone who is passing the baton on to the greater good. How can you do that if you cannot manage your own little world? Something's up. You're not paying attention. I'm giving the opportunity, but you're not seeing it. So once I recognized that, I said, okay, I need to take a step back. I need to claim my mental health back. I need to claim my destiny back. I need to recognize the parts in which I let certain things bleed too long, the parts in which I didn't spend enough time. I needed to reset. I need to reevaluate everything. 
So once I did that, I started speaking it on it and I started taking the necessary steps to take a step back and say, okay, what are the things that I need to be the most concerned about? What are the things that I need to um, recognize that have the most opportunity for me to grow and to get into the direction and the, the jive in which I want to get into? So that was very challenging. I want to elaborate on that a little bit more because it sounds like I just recognized it, decided to make the changes, and here I am. No. Now, being that I am, you know, I'm kind of a go-with-the-flow-ish kind of person. I can be resistant to change, hesitant about change if I feel like it's not necessarily granted or um, it's worth it or it's not thought through. Because I, you know, I struggle with trusting people with managing certain things because I'm a control-ish freak. So I'm like, okay, I'm burnt out. I need to make some changes. I want to rebalance my life to be able to handle the next phase. Because there's this, this, this tingling in me. I'm telling you guys, there's this sensation in me that I'm like, you got There's something you got to prepare for. You know, when you forget something, there's something that you you knew or you got whiff of or you knew you had to do. And you're going through life, but you can't necessarily put your finger on it. That's that feeling. That's the feeling I was feeling of like, there's something there and I need to make room for it. I need to make sure whatever I do, I have room for it because I'm going to be mad at myself if I don't. So in the burnt out experience, I want to highlight that because I feel like a lot of us are burnt out. We're not innovating anymore. We're not creative anymore. We're not, you know, balanced anymore. We're not seeing things clearly anymore. We're not you know, emotionally there, we're detached, we're losing sight of everything, we're lost, you know, we're drained, we're dragged through the mud. And with that, you could be, you could totally be, you know, still doing your yoga, still exercising, still talking to your friends, still taking your bubble baths, and still be burnt out. Because I thought, okay, I'm buying myself, you know, sorry, I'm buying myself things that I like, I'm taking care of myself. I am doing my hair, I'm making sure I got a makeup, and I still felt burnt out. It's because I wasn't taking a step back and addressing and acknowledging and recognizing the things that mattered. A lot of the things that I was doing didn't really matter. They didn't really add value to where I wanted to be, what I wanted to be, who, what was important to me. So once I started recognizing that is when I was able to lead into a light that was beneficial on both ends. Now that may be hard to decipher depending on your situation or where you're at in life, but I think it's very important for all of us to take a step back and just do some inventory here. What are the things that I'm a part I am participating in? Cause there goes the accountability. What are some of the things that I'm participating in that no longer serve me? So once you recognize that, that helps with the burnout. So once I started to pray about and acknowledge it, I recognized I needed to enhance the things that breathe life into me, that poured, you know, make my cup runneth over, honey. Things that really filled me and gave me life so that way I could breathe life into other things that I was a part of or things that I was doing for myself. So now that we covered burnt out, here we are in this phase where I'm like, okay, I need to start gaining resources. I need to start getting feedback. I need to start understanding what are the key things that either I'm good at, that I'm, um, you know, what other people see in me. And okay, I want to be clear about that, that little tidbit. 
I sought out my dream team. So I sought out those people who recognize my strength, my weaknesses, the things that I'm good at, and could articulate those things to me in a way that was useful. Things that were constructive, things that were beneficial, things that were able to highlight and give me light. And this is very, very, very important. Pay attention because this is what gave me the most insight into where I'm supposed to be, what I'm supposed to be focusing on, what my destiny looks like, X, Y, and Z. Again, reaching out to those individuals who know me. So they could be colleagues, they could be old friends, not old friends, and I don't want to mean say old friends like, oh, I don't talk to you anymore, but friends that I've known for so many years, good friends that I've known for so many years, or family members or friends who become family members who know me, who recognize me, and the conversations were as such. Hey, you know, these this is the things that I'm kind of working on doing right now. And I've, you know, I've been I've been feeling stuck. So I, you know, I'm still doing my masters. I'm still here at work. I'm trying to make an impact. I'm trying to do things differently, you know, but I feel like there's something that I'm supposed to be doing differently. Um, I'm trying to highlight the things that I'm really good at. I'm trying to get back into maybe starting a business or, you know, looking at an industry that I haven't really considered before. You know, what are your thoughts? What would you say that when you talk about me or you think of me, you can really truthfully say that I'm really good at or, um, you know, things that, I, you know, stand out when you think of me. And so these individuals started to just say, you know, attributes that I had, things that I was good at, things that whenever they talked to me, they always recognized they saw in me. And it was, it was, it was the, the turning point because I recognized by hearing from them, this, this, you know, um, feedback, a lot of it, majority of it was exactly the same. And these individuals, especially, you know, like my mentors and stuff like that, they pinpointed me into an industry that I recognized that I'm like, Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. It's the same thing. The same thing bubbled up coaching, life coaching. And, um, to me, it was just like mind boggling because I was like, you know, I never looked at it like that. So for context, I love, I'm intrigued. I'm truly intrigued by people's lives. I'm intrigued by the stories of how they live their lives, the decisions that they made, how they process things, how they held on to things, how they let go of things, how they figure things out. Wine break. So to me, that is like the most tantalizing experience. I love to dive deep into why people think the way that they do. And I particularly like to encourage, motivate, help navigate, provide options, break boundaries that are, you know, within their minds about their circumstances. So that way they can overcome. So that way they can burst out of the, you know, the bubble that they've created for themselves. So that leads me into my latest venture, my latest, you know, um, opportunity that I'm looking into, which is becoming a life coach. So it's, it's very early, very early stage. Um, but you know, you guys are basically the first within the public or the, the individuals who I'm not familiar with, um, you know, who know about it. And I'm very proud to say it because I feel like it's one of those things that I've been doing subconsciously or sometimes consciously for years now. 
So, I mean, friends, colleagues, you know, friends of friends, strangers, sometimes where we have these occurrences or sometimes relationships in which it's about life coaching. It's about breaking those barriers. It's about moving forward. It's about navigating things that seem complicated or far-fetched or just out of reach because I'm a firm believer that I want to see any individual that I engage with at their best. In order to do do so, they have to feel that they're at their best. They have to believe that they are at their best or they're going to be at their best. And so that's something that I'm definitely going to be starting up soon. And again, you guys are the first to hear it. And I would love to talk to anyone who's interested in such a thing. Um, feel free to email me. It'll be included in the description for more information and you know what I'm planning on doing. But this podcast is a really great outlet for me. It's a really great way for you guys to also understand, you know, my way of thinking, my opinions on things, my strategy with things. And I like to include my path. So you guys know that I'm a, I try to be a woman of my word. You know, if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. I'm going to figure it out. It may take me a second. It may, you know, give me a couple issues in, in initiating or trying, but in the end, it's going to come together. And so as I'm going through my destiny and I'm navigating everything, I'm realizing more and more that I have to put in this work. Now, this is the part in which I think a lot of people fall short. And to be honest with you, I was ready to do that, honey. I was ready, okay, to be like, you know what? Yeah, I may have a glimpse or an idea because that's really where I'm at now. This idea of this is what I am here to do or a part of what I'm here to do because I'm still living and, you know, life is still going and there's so many opportunities to be had. But if I'm going to take on this journey or any journey moving forward, I'm going to have to put in the work. Now, I would not say I'm a lazy person. I'm actually the opposite when it comes to a lot of things. I feel like if I spend a day in bed, that's like, oh my goodness, like, I lost a day. I wasted a day. God gave me a day and I decided to just sit in bed. So it's very hard for me to just quote unquote relax or not do anything. I have to force myself to do, do not do anything or force myself to just quote unquote relax or force myself not to engage in things that are, you know, productive of sorts. Um, but I knew that in this transition or in this kind of build up or this ramp up, I was really going to have to get my shit together. Okay. So that meant, you know, cleaning up the mess that I made, you know, as far as schooling. So schooling, I have to be honest with you guys, I took a, I took a break from it. And by break, I mean, I didn't get everything done accordingly because I, I burnt myself out. That was another reason why I was burnt out in December when I was finishing up my second to last term, I literally crammed all of my classes that I had to take in a week, week and a half period where it was due after that week and a half had, you know, finished. And that was the worst mistake of my life because, or one of the worst mistakes of my life, um, because it put me in a mental space that I had never been before, where I had been pushed to the edge as far as what I could retain, what I was capable of. My stress level was through the roof. Um, I really, really put myself in a place where I could not win. 
So I did not necessarily pass one of the classes that I had. It actually rolled over into this semester in which I'm now still dealing with. I'm still dealing with, but I will overcome it. I will get through it. I will pass it and I will get my degree this year and I will finish all my classes by July 1. Now you're saying, Sam, that's really close, X, Y, Z, but I'm dedicated because I knew I put myself here by not giving myself the room to win, by not preparing myself, by not doing the necessary things to allow myself to be able to breathe. This time around, I am, I still am cutting it close, but I'm very confident. I'm very motivated. Um, I'm very realistic with myself. I am prioritizing. I am sacrificing. I think a lot of people don't like to hear that. I am really putting priorities that are not necessarily real priorities to the side to put myself first so that way I can win. And I'm putting in the hard work. I'm putting in the late nights. I'm juggling a lot. I'm making decisions, you know, that are time sensitive or imperative. So that way I can pull through and I am going to pull through. I have no doubts about it. I'm already on the side of I'm graduating. So at this point, there's nothing that's going to hold me back. And I'm using my mental to really push me through the motion because that's really, that's where it starts. It's mind over matter. And as simple as that may sound, it's really hard to be like, Hey, I I'm going to do homework when I don't necessarily want to even learn the content because I have to be real with you. I don't like school. I don't like that kind of setting. I don't like to sit down and do all that sorts of trainings are annoying to me sometimes too. So, you know, you guys may be like, what What are you talking about? I'd rather go through life. And I've said this time and time again to myself in central, essentially, you know, I never liked school. I never liked the structure of school. I never liked going through that learning process. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed life. I enjoy life and what it has to bring and how creative I have to be to deal with it, to handle it and to survive it. I really, really, really prefer that mechanism in learning because I'm very hands-on. I like to be hands-on and with life, you have no choice but to be hands-on. So with all that being said, here I am in this space now where I've gotten a glimpse of an opportunity for me to align myself with my destiny. At this point, guys, you know exactly what I was doing. Um, so I'm doing that and I'm recognizing, okay, you got to step up to this because this is a stretch goal for me. I want to be honest with you. It comes very naturally for me to talk to individuals about their life challenges, their process, um, the things that they can improve on. I'm very good at that. That to me fulfills me. I like to be communicative. I like to listen. I like to put two and two together. I like that whole experience, but it's still a stretch goal to me because here I am in this place where I'm making this transition into treating it as a business, treating it as a source of income, treating it as an opportunity for me to reach out to networks in a way that I've never done so before. I'm excited. Don't get me wrong but there's still fears that circle that experience because I am not um, a person who has not tried almost everything under the sun when it comes to starting something, an initiative, whether it be a group, whether it be a business, whether it be an initiative or a calling, whatever it may be, 
I'm always on it. I'm always pushing something. Anybody who's ever been like on the outskirts of my life when it comes to either social media or in general, they know Sam always has something that she's posting. I've done wigs. I've decided to do hair at one point. Um, I've done, I can't even begin to tell you guys so many different things that I've just started up. So here I am again, throwing myself out there, putting myself out there. And this is, to be honest, is more vulnerable than ever because this is something I truly, truly care about. This is endeared to me. I don't treat this as like, okay, here I am to make an extra couple bucks. It's more of, Hey, I want to be a part of the change that somebody wants for themselves. That's that to me is like the greatest gift. It's really honestly the greatest gift to know that I can help someone or I can at least be a part of someone's journey in a direction in which they're yearning for, in a direction in which they may have not even known was an option or believed was an option. That to me is a blessing. You know, if I can bless someone or be a part of someone's blessing, I'm all for it. But I know it's going to be an uphill battle. I know it's going to be challenging. I know it's going to test me. Now, granted, I may be completely wrong. I may be just doing whatever I feel like feels right for me. And that's fine too. But I'm not giving up on the fight or the destiny of my own. That is my own. Because I feel as though it's necessary. What is the purpose of having faith? What is the purpose of, you know, going through our lives if we're not, you know, fighting to be aligned with our destiny? What are we here for? Not to say just, you know, forget it, screw it all. But everyone has a destiny. That's the thing. Everyone has a destiny. And I truly believe that everyone has a whisper, at least a whisper of what that is. But what happens is when we get that whisper, a lot of times it's probably not at a time where you're ready to, you know, walk into that destiny. It just means that you need to keep that, that experience in the back of your head as you start to navigate and make decisions. And as we start to do that and put ourselves in situations in which we get further and further and further away from hearing that whisper, we become demotivated. We become hopeless. We become lost. We become, you know, completely out of touch. But it's up to us to stop, take a second, recall the place, the experience, the words, so that way we can reconnect with our vision reconnect with our destiny in a way that we didn't take the time to do so before. And so I'm excited to not only discuss this with you guys as I start to navigate this process, but also encourage you guys to reconnect with your destiny, understand your destiny a little bit better, get closer to your destiny, pay attention, think about the steps necessary for you to be able to align yourself with that destiny and know that it's going to take time know that it's going to be a process and really, really understand that the further you are away from your destiny, the more time it's going to take, the more work it's going to take. I think for me and my, my whole being, I was so itching for it. I wanted it so bad that I was willing to do some unconventional things, put myself in scenarios I probably wouldn't have done had I hadn't listened to that, that whisper. I'm a firm believer in, you know, I don't like to feel, meaning I prefer to listen than to feel on exactly what God is saying to me. You know, the saying of first he throws a stone, then he throws a brick. I'm not trying to get to a brick. So for me, my temperament, the way I learn is like, you tell me, I believe you, 
or not even necessarily gullible, but when he tells me I believe him and I'm going to fight, figure out a way to walk that walk. Because honestly and truly, I just don't want to go through that path of like, you know, you shouldn't be here. You know, you shouldn't do these things because you get those little, those little red flags and you ignore them and you keep going and you just keep pushing that button. And then there, there comes that brick, that brick, that boulder, and you still there. So I want everyone to, to recognize that they have to be patient with themselves as they start to navigate their destiny, as they start to accept their destiny. Because for me, it's a huge undertaking. I want to be honest about that. I want to be very transparent about that. The idea of me consulting with individuals who are in a vulnerable state as well, or you know, considering change or lost hope when it comes to change is very challenging. You know, I've been in those scenarios before, but when I, you know, speaking it out loud and talking about using this as a way to, you know, impact people, I don't take it lightly. I take it as a huge responsibility. You know, I'm a firm believer, like everything and anything, you know, happens for a reason. And for someone to choose me, for instance, as a coach to help them through this process is a huge undertaking. It's something that's, sorry, it's very valuable to me. Um, and it's very precious and it's very, very important. So as you really reset, understand your destiny, navigate those things, I highly, highly recommend that you just start to take some time to reflect and forgive yourself, forgive yourself for not listening to yourself or not listening to what God has asked of you. Let it go. Do not harbor those feelings of you should have did this. You should have done better. You should no. let that go. Let it go. Come to terms with it. Recognize that where you were in that space and what you knew then and what you were believing at that point. And you need to recognize what you know now and what you can do with the now, because the possibilities are truly ended endless. We always have choices. We always have choices. Whether we recognize them or not, whether we like them or not, we always have a choice. And so once you recognize that, you recognize the freedom that you have to redesign, you know, your your destiny, redesign how you achieve your destiny, how you come into the light of your destiny. I've met people who I've engaged with that, you know, clearly had a destiny. They were able to hear their destiny. They were at the edge of their destiny. And for whatever reason, They decided to steer away from their destiny. They decided to move on from their destiny and not seek their destiny. And because of that, they live with this limbo, like in this limbo where it's completely like, I know that I'm a part of the ship that sailed away from my destiny. I'll never forget my destiny. I'll never forget where I was supposed to be and what I was supposed to be doing. It's just how the words leave their mouth you can just tell, I can just feel that energy of unresolved, you know, issue after issue, decision after decision that's pushed them further and further away. And they'll never come to terms with the fact that they could have, should have, would have. And that is so heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking to sense that from someone, because for me, all I want is to push you closer. Just know anytime I've had those conversations, I'm always like, it's never too late. You better not give up. You can still do it no matter what. You have the freedom. You have the flexibility. You can figure it out. If there's a will, there's a way. Don't give up. 
because it's so important for people to recognize life can change for you in a drop of a dime. You know, the people that are closest to you can leave the people, the things that you led to believe that were, you know, your comfort, your home and materialistic things could be gone in a second. And then what? So why can't you be the conductor of change? Why can't you be that individual or that catalyst that lights that fire and makes that change? You think that mother nature, mother nature is so forgiving that she's like, oh, I know you just bought a new house and you spent your whole life savings. So when this tornado hits, we're just going to skip this house. No. Do you think the earthquake is going to feel that way about that house or potentially the hurricane going to feel that way about that house? No. Do you think the economy is going to feel that way about that house? No. So why should you? You know, so as you start to navigate things and, and just think about this whole process and what this means for you, you know, understand that shit happens, okay, for everyone, everyone. And I've said this before. It's not about what you go through. It's how you deal with it. So recognizing the things that you've gone through and recognizing there's a different way, there's a better way, there's a new way of dealing with it is the best thing you can do for yourself. Personally, I would love to speak with everyone listening to talk more about, you know, their experiences through life and getting them closer to their destiny and getting them closer to where they want to be in life, get them closer to, you know, the person that they are, everything that they are. And I hope that, you know, you guys decide to reach out so we can discuss some things and just figure out, you know, what are some good next steps? What are some things that maybe you forgot about yourself that are important to kind of take as little nuggets as you deal with the things that you're dealing with right now? I'll definitely include, like I said, my email and I would love to hear from you guys and check out my, you know, my Instagram. I know it's been dull right now, still on my break. Once I get through these courses, I will be back on, but I'm definitely starving my distractions and feeding my focus. And that includes social media, but I'm still producing these podcasts because they mean so much to me. They really, really do. And I really appreciate everyone listening. You know, if you're interested, feel free again to email me, samantha.shields.com. 001 at gmail.com. I'll include it again in the description, but thank you guys so much for listening. I truly, truly appreciate it. And I hope you guys stay safe with everything that's going on in the world. I would hate to lose you guys, you know, to something that is preventable. So, you know, please take care of yourselves and, you know, your loved one as well too. And I look forward to chatting with you guys in my next episode.